Hello there, good morning, and welcome to the WP Builds Weekly WordPress News. This is number 34, and it's covering the week commencing the 8th of October 2018, and it was released on Monday the 15th of October 2018. Just a couple of things to say before we actually get started, and that is to point you in the direction of wpbuilds.com, which is where we house all of our stuff. If you go to wpbuilds.com, you can scroll around on the homepage and find links to just about everything. But the menu at the top, the first link is subscribe. And if you go there, you can join our Facebook group, which is approaching, I think it's nearly 1,500 members now. There's a Slack channel in which we simply just post updates, really, and Messenger updates. So if you use Facebook and Facebook Messenger, we can update you when things are released. We're also posting things on the YouTube channel, and you can find out where that is as well. We have, coming up very soon, our 100th regular podcast episode, nothing to do with this new section. Um, and in about 16 days' time, we're going to stop our quite good competition, our quite good giveaway. Okay, so if you go over to wpbuilds.com forward slash 100, you'll find a page called Episode 100 Quite Good Giveaway. And it's a, it's a contest where you enter your email and your name, and then you get an entry into the competition. And if you are sharing it uh, to other people, the more people that uh, respond to those shares, the more entries you get into the competition. And we've got 180 plus WordPress prizes. I don't know that I've seen a, a bigger WordPress giveaway before. Perhaps there is, but it really, we've got loads of stuff in there. So things from Elementor, Beaver Builder, Cobalt Apps, Smart Slider, Rebecca Gill's courses, W Office, Ultimate Dashboard, Troy Dean, Page Builder Framework, Power Pack, WP Security Audit Log, there's Content Snare, there's Facet WP, a whole ton of stuff from Zach Gordon, Kanban WP, uh, Joe Casabona's courses, Schema Pro, Breezy, Power Pack, Woopack, Convert Pro. Oh, goodness me. I honestly could keep going. I'm, I'm not even halfway down the page. There's absolutely loads and loads in there. So if you are a user of WordPress plugins and you fancy bagging yourself a few, I think this is worth entering. So go to wpbuilds.com forward slash 100 and see if you can get yourself an entry. And like I say, the more you share it, the more chance you've got of winning. There is still a regular giveaway, which you can find in the giveaways menu, uh, because just for a couple of days more, there's a chance to win two lifetime licenses for WP Ultimo. That is, uh, that is a plugin which allows you to make a multi-site network out of WordPress in just a couple of clicks. It's really, really good. And I think, as far as I know, that's it for the, the competitions. We've got a deals page as well. If you go there, you can get significant amounts of money off Erin Flynn's courses, Beaver Team Pro, Main WP, Blog Vault, Malcare, Toolset, and the like. So head over there as well. Okay. Right. In which case, we'll stop talking about WP builds and we'll start talking about WordPress stuff instead. The first one that I've got this week is from the WP Tavern. I'll very briefly mention it. The reason I've included this one, it actually sums up quite nicely one or two other things I'm going to say. It's entitled Gutenberg 4.0 Release Candidate 1 is released. Um, and it's it's kind of summing up the a few of the things that are being being mentioned. Basically, it was released on the 11th of October, and obviously we're now getting very, very close to Gutenberg rolling out into core. 
and there's still a few things that need looking at. But this article also points to the fact that there's problems and politics, especially around accessibility, and it's got some nice links out to there. If you're if you're an accessibility person and you're interested and worried about Gutenberg's accessibility chops, then this might be worth looking at because the article sums it up quite well. The next one that I've got for you today is actually the official make.wordpress.org website talking about this Gutenberg 4.0 release candidate. Um, and they've got 16 points. They'd like you to download the release candidate and then test these 16 points. Now, if you've done any WordPress user testing before, it's quite nice to have some specifics and they've got 16 points and they, they're a bit like this. Number one, change the, color, the overlay color on the color image block and see if that works. Number two, try changing the style variation and colors for pull quotes. Number three, edit a post already being edited by another user and check that the post look the post looks and works as expected. Number four, align different blocks and try that on mobile and so on and so on. There's 16 of these. So if you are committed to Gutenberg and you want to make it a success, then go check these 16 points on this new release candidate and see if you can help. Okay, the next one, slightly related to Gutenberg, I guess, is Tiny raises $4 million in Series A funding. This is on WP Tavern. Tiny, which uh, was formerly known as Efox, has raised $4 million from a company called Blue Run Ventures. Now, I don't know if you know, but the the classic WordPress editor is actually built on top of something called Tiny MCE, which is a, a open source WYSIWYG project. So it's been skinned and made to look WordPressy. But the Tiny MCE editor is actually used in all sorts of different places. I've used it in Drupal and I expect it's used on all sorts of CMSs and in all sorts of applications um, all over the internet. And WordPress only uses, I think, six of the 54 available official plugins. So WordPress is a very light touch on it. Nevertheless, they've received this funding and, and hopefully it will allow them to grow into the future. Now, obviously, Gutenberg kind of requires Tiny MCE. Uh, it provides the sort of classic editor block functionality and so on. So even though Gutenberg is, is using less of Tiny MCE than the classic editor, whilst there's a classic editor tucked away in there somewhere, we still need it. So it's good to know that somebody's putting money into it because they believe it's got uh, applications elsewhere, even if it's not inside Gutenberg. Although, interestingly, the guys at TinyMCE have been looking very carefully at Gutenberg and seeing whether in the future, if Gutenberg is a success, whether or not they, they themselves should move over to a, a blocks model. Okay, this next one comes from Elementor, the Elementor website, and it is to say that Elementor is in, has introduced custom fields integration for ACF toolset and pods. And although the title itself doesn't mention it, it looks like metabox.io as well. Now, if you've ever made um, pages and posts from a page builder like Beaver Builder or Elementor, you know that it can be quite useful to add in dynamic content from things like ACF and Toolset, and they've added the support for that here. And this is a little uh, a little blog explaining how it can be done and how you might integrate, like I say, ACF, Toolset, Pods, and Metabox. So very handy. No doubt this is something that you could use for any kind of site, you know, making a real estate site or something like that. 
very powerful stuff. And if you haven't made use of that before and you've wanted a little bit more out of Elementor than just the, the option to build a page, edit a page and then move on and do the next one, this allows you to put static, sorry, dynamic content where previously only static content was possible. So go and check that out. Very nice always to see the WordPress community growing and doing new things. And this is a nice one, again, on the WP Tavern website. WordCamp Nordic 2019 to be held in Helsinki, March the 7th to the 8th. There's not really a great deal to say, other than that it looks like that the that part of the world has been having WordCamps and meetups for a very, very long time. And now they've officially decided to adopt this uh, WordCamp Nordic um, title. And if I'm right, it's going to be held, I think it's in Finland, uh, Helsinki in particular, like I say, on the 7th to the 8th. And apparently it's in a really beautiful building called the Pasitorni Congress Center. Um, it's going to probably have quite a large attendance because it seems that in that part of the world they do get quite large attendances. So they're hoping for a, a, a big one. And interestingly, all the all the the talks and whatnot are going to be conducted in English because although uh, obviously there are um, you know their own native languages, there's a lot of countries tied up into this. So it, you know it's going to be Iceland, Finland, Sweden, Norway. And I think it was just felt that perhaps it was going to lower the barrier because obviously from that part of the world, most people speak English incredibly well in my experience. So wonderful. Best of luck. Apparently, they're also going to have um, the Contributor Day, but also I can't remember what it was called. It was something like the Experience Day or something like that. They're going to have a day where they're going to go around and do nice things in the area. I just think that's lovely. A really nice idea that rather than just sort of sitting in a conference hall, you're going to go off and visit places together. And there's going to be a particular focus on saunas. Because <laughs> obviously that's a big thing in that part of the world. So if you like WordPress and you like saunas, maybe this is one for you to, to check out. I'd love to go to that. Sounds wonderful. The next one is all about Jetpack. I'm not personally a Jetpack user, but this one, WP Tavern, is Jetpack 6.6 .6, Improved Site Verification Tools, Asset CDN Module now in beta, and Gutenberg Blocks coming soon. Apparently this was released this week. It enables one-click verification and sitemap, sitemap XML registration with Google. There's also Jetpack's beta of something called the Asset CDN which used to be called Photon CDN. And the idea here is that there's a content delivery network for uh, typical WordPress scripts and Jetpack scripts so that your site will load a little bit more quickly. So that's good. So if you're a Jetpack user, you may want to look at this. Apparently there's a 6.6.1 coming out because there was a social icons bug which needed fixing. But Jetpack users, go and update and make yourself aware of the new changes. Okay, we... Obviously have Gutenberg coming around the corner, but perhaps you knew, perhaps you didn't. Gutenberg is actually planned to roll out in three distinct phases. And when 5.0, WordPress 5.0 comes around, that will be that will mark the end of phase one, if you like. So phase two will begin and it's going to be led by two men called Alexis Lloyd and Riyad Benguela. They're going to lead Jet, uh, sorry, Gutenberg phase two. 
Um, and the next phase is slightly different. It's it, obviously the phase one has just been sort of getting it into people's hands. And phase two is all about customization and and whole site, entire site layouts. These two guys have got um, incredible um, back history of working with with WordPress. And so it seems like we're in good hands and hopefully we'll be able to customize entire websites from the work that they put into it, which is really, really exciting. Um, not much more to say, just that it's nice that we've got two new people. You know, we thank the people who've done the work thus far and, uh, and we move on. So the next one is entitled, I have resigned as the WordPress accessibility team lead and here is why. Uh, it's by Rianne, I'm going to mash her name up, I'm sorry, it's Rianne Rietveld. Um, she was, until recently, the WordPress accessibility team lead. Accessibility is obviously the sort of study of how people use websites who are not able to use them with a point, click, mouse and eye interface. And this sort of sad, melancholic kind of article because she's decided that she's going to resign because there was a lot of politics coming into things. I think very nicely, politely worded article, but really the feeling was that Gutenberg itself, there was, in, in her view, not enough attention paid to accessibility concerns, almost to the point where it is felt that, it, that the ship has sailed, it's too late, and when... Gutenberg rolls out in 5.0. It's going to be, in a sense, non-usable uh, by people with accessibility needs. Lots of introspection and how things could have been done differently and, you know, how things might move on in the future. But I think she felt it's time for me to go. I've said my piece. I've tried my hardest and it, it hasn't worked out. Uh, very reflective, thinking I could have done this differently and I could have done that differently. But it, it's a it's a note, you know, it's something that we've got to got to keep in mind accessibility concerns so yes yeah, sort of slightly sad but also quite good there's a silver lining to this cloud because well obviously all of this coverage is leading to people thinking about accessibility but go and read the article in a because it gives you a very very detailed breakdown of, of what she thinks actually went wrong and the list is is quite large Last one today about WordPress, not specifically WordPress, but I suppose it is. It's on the WP Explorer website. It's just a fascinating article about AI changing shopping experiences. Now, I, I don't really build too many e-commerce solutions, but I have noticed a trend all over the Internet where I look at something and then very quickly I'm, I'm shown more things that are really similar. And this article is all about that. How can we improve product recommendations on e-commerce websites and leverage AI? And apparently there are a whole bunch of WordPress related solutions which will assist with this. So, for example, let's say I go and visit a page. I look like I'm interested in buying a jacket. Well, not only am I going to be shown jackets in the future that are similar, but I'm going to be shown jackets of the same color because obviously that was important if I made some kind of interaction. Also, apparently, I'm not too sure I, I want this to happen, but apparently by the year 2020, 85% of all customer service interactions will be condu conducted through chatbots because it's it's thought that by this point the the AI will have got so good that it will be it will be indistinguishable that you're having a chat with a bot as opposed to a human being. So again, go and check all of this stuff out 
uh, and see how AI can improve product recommendations, make chatbots better and more useful, and cut out spam. All right, that's it for the WordPress news. Just a couple of ones that are unrelated. This is from the Search Engine Journal, and it's to say that your favorite search engine, Google, is losing a very tiny amount of market share to DuckDuckGo. Don't know if you've heard of DuckDuckGo, but it's a rival search engine. The idea with DuckDuckGo is that it's private and they don't gather data and they don't sell your data. Um, and they have had a 50% increase in the last year. Now, just to put that into perspective, they've gone up from 20 million queries a day up to 30 million queries in a, in a one year period. But apparently Google in the exact same period has sort of billions a day. So it's a 3 billion, I think was the number. It's a, it's a tip of the iceberg. But nevertheless, it's interesting. And I wonder, I wonder if all of the, the news this last few weeks about Google and Facebook losing data and what have you, I wonder if that's, that's important because DuckDuckGo does, simply doesn't ask for it. So it can't give you, so they can't lose it. So fascinating stuff. And the very last one today is all about, it's about Google again. This one is on TechCrunch. And we've had GDPR since May. I think it was May the 25th now. And in a, in a slightly unexpected way, um, perhaps this is an unexpected consequence, apparently GDPR has cut ad trackers across Europe, but it's, uh, but it's actually helped Google perversely. I think the idea was that organizations like Google and Facebook would have to really rein things in a little bit and be a little bit more circumspect about how they did things. But according to this, uh, in Europe, we've had a, on average about a 4% cut in ad trackers, which doesn't seem all that much. I wonder if I've got that number right. But in North America, where this legislation doesn't apply, apparently it's actually gone up by 8%. But interestingly, Google, who is the absolute leader in this stuff, even more so than Facebook, because it's been able to spend the money on compliance and work out exactly what it can do and can get away with, they've actually increased the amount of data and tracking that they're able to do on you because they realize what's possible in the ins and outs. So that's just fascinating insight from TechCrunch there. Okay, thank you for listening to the WP Builds News. Hope you have a really nice week. Join us on Thursday for the podcast at wpbuilds.com. And again, go and enter the competition, wpbuilds.com forward slash 100. Give yourself a chance of winning boatloads of WordPress plugins, themes, and courses. Again, have a lovely week. Bye-bye.